This is Let Her Finish with Steph and Becky. Hi, welcome to Let Her Finish. I'm Becky. And I'm Steph. And this week we're doing like a happy mini episode about things that we've unlearned, not things that we've learned. Because sometimes unlearning things is just as important as learning things, especially when the ideas or conceptions that you have in your brain are harmful to you and to others. I mean, I think also we talk so much in these episodes about stuff we were taught in high school and we can we complain about it a lot, but also unlearning certain things is what gets you to a place of accepting other people and understanding other people's struggles and sympathising with them. And it's important. Yeah. As you said, we do talk a lot about things that we disagreed with being taught. And that means that when kind of when you're taught something and you formulate these ideas in your head, you do hold them with you. And whether you disagree or agree with them at the time, there is a certain part of you that treats them as facts sometimes. So it is important uh, further down the line to kind of continue to educate yourself and make sure that while you're learning to be a better person or learning to take on new ideas, you also have to unlearn some of the bad things that you picked up along the way. I think this also links a bit to each individual's background in terms of your family situation or your home life and the things you maybe are being taught there that you don't you're not always aware of and going into situations where you come across types of people you've never met before kind of unlearning certain things is what's beneficial. Yeah definitely because the things that I have to unlearn say are going to be different from the things that you have to unlearn stuff because we've had different family backgrounds different schools different experiences up till this point so while going forward we can learn things together and improve our understanding on things that we don't understand we both have different things to unlearn with this in mind we put out a little kind of questionnaire post on our instagram the other week to try and learn some of the things that you guys have unlearned either recently or not so recently and we just kind of wanted to do a slightly more positive episode thinking about all the things that people haven't learned and classing those things as achievements because they're positive and we just thought we'd talk through a couple of them because I think they're all quite interesting and thank you to everyone who did submit something or tell us in person we appreciate it a lot so we had a few talking about body hair and unlearning beauty industry telling women that you need to get rid of body hair and that body hair is something to be um, like disgusted by or it's gross which obviously is a big win yes it's great not only because it I mean saves you time and effort because you don't have to feel like you have to shave all the time I personally found this one really funny as well because I had an experience a few years ago while I was on holiday with a six-year-old and she was playing with me we were playing together and she looked at my legs and told me I needed to shave them and I remember thinking like it was funny I was laughing about it because I'm not someone who cares about this kind of thing I didn't get embarrassed but I remember thinking you know how sad is it that a six-year-old thinks that already six is so young (laughs) so that's like year one two in primary school right and that's imagine at that age thinking yeah body hair is something that I need to be concerned about and that other people need to be concerned about and yeah wow we also had one talking about unlearning gender roles and this one was in the context of a relationship so it's kind of about the whole concept of like the housewife house husband I really enjoyed this because (laughs) I am no domestic goddess and like (laughs) I don't think anybody would expect me to be a very good housewife but I like that we're not defined by some sort of idea of what we're supposed to be in the future 
I like cooking, but I don't have to do it for somebody else if I don't want to. Mm. And also unlearning gender roles for men as well. And for partners comes into this because your relationship just should not be built around these like gendered norms because you're you're limiting yourselves, both of you, to what you can and can't do. No, I agree. I think it was just interesting because I think there's a lot of pressure on people when you get into relationships that you conform to a certain idea of what as you as a girlfriend or a wife would do and what you as a husband or boyfriend or whatever and I think it's freeing to be able to think no who cares like do whatever you need to do yeah definitely especially because it does tie in quite a lot to the idea of salary and pay and job prospect because just because of how the world works and all these gender pay gap things it means that traditionally men have been able to like earn more and therefore it's more valuable to have their work in say a marriage because they can earn more whereas now we can go get our paychecks too and we don't (laughs) have to sit at home in the kitchen and we should make the most of that but it's more about unlearning the norms and just understanding that you can do whatever you want to do and whether that is being in the house or childcare or working or being a CEO or whatever you can just do it. Another one we had, which was also funny to read, was saying that your boobs as they are are fine. There's nothing wrong with them. Their original shape is fine. (laughs) Because I think we get told and we see images everywhere of bras that do this, that and the other. And I remember first shopping for bras and it was all about getting push-up bras and padded ones and all these Victoria's Secret miracle (laughs) things that they could sell you to make you look attractive and have bigger boobs and stuff like that and that was definitely a phase where like bigger boobs were a thing and then there was a phase where smaller boobs were a thing and it's just about knowing that it doesn't matter different things will come in and out of fashion but at the end of the day you should just know that you're actually fine as you are and your body's great one of the my favorite ones that we had submitted was one said that they'd unlearned comparing and pitting women against each other because the patriarchy already does this enough and I love that because I just I'm a really competitive person anyway which isn't great (laughs) the best of times but it's something that like we were just talking we've unlearned too life is not a competition not a competition with other women especially not based on like how you look or competing for certain roles or in certain events or something I don't know no I agree and I think I definitely was guilty of this like when I was younger of feeling validation knowing that I was better at something than someone else or that I had something someone else wanted like I remember a lot of people had curly hair and were always like oh I really wish I had your straight hair and I'd be like oh my straight hair is nice and it's like no I should have thought my straight hair was nice on its own not because someone else wanted it. As a curly haired person (laughs) I fully get that because I spent the entirety of my high school experience wanting dead straight hair I used to straighten my hair every like two or three days because that was what everybody else wanted and that in my head was what the boys wanted as well a competition amongst the girls who could look the best rather than like raising everyone up it was how can I make myself look better than this person or look better than everyone else because that'll get me further that's not how it should be no (laughs) people are unlearning that because life isn't about treading on other people or making yourself better than other people it's just about enjoying yourself and that shouldn't be at somebody else's expense 
And I think it should be you appreciate and like your hair, for example, as we're saying, because of yourself and not because of how someone else is seeing it and not because of how a boy sees it or not because a girl doesn't have your hair. Like it should just be you for you. Genuinely, I really, really enjoyed that one because unlearning competitiveness and unlearning comparison, I think, is one of the great keys to happiness and just general carefree life. Another one that we were messaged was about this goes back to school again was about unlearning the fact that in a lot of assemblies with sexting pictures and stuff like that a lot of those come across now when you reflect on them as quite victim blamey and the person that messaged this in messaged this in just sort of said it was quite eye-opening because they hadn't thought about it like that before but they saw it on the internet and that was like an, an unlearning moment of actually what we were taught wasn't accurate they taught it in quite a poor and harmful way and I like that one as well because again it relates back to school which is where we always end up going with most of our discussion <laughs> no but I agree with you I think I remember actually while I was still in secondary school on the way to school one morning in the news they were talking about Jennifer Lawrence's nudes were leaked online and I remember listening and being like why would she take new pictures of herself she's a celebrity she's no better blah 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 blah. and actually not once was it mentioned who leaked them or who was sharing them or who was you know exploiting her it was all pinned on her and that's the victim blaming and that's the consequence of it and you know regardless of your opinion on whether or not you should engage in that behavior it is wrong that there's literally no accountability for the people sharing the pictures yeah I think that's another thing that is really valuable to unlearn as well is just because somebody else has made a decision that you wouldn't have made for yourself i.e taking or sending news does not mean that they are then the problem if those nudes get leaked because somebody's decided to take advantage and exploit them it is not their fault they still don't deserve that and that's I yeah again I really enjoyed that one because it it highlighted some of the issues of the school system but also is really applicable to the wider world and media coverage and everything like that that we get bombarded with on a day-to-day basis but yeah I was glad that they unlearned something Um, Another one we got, which actually links a bit to our episode we did recently on periods, was they unlearned that only women can have periods and that using language such as people who menstruate is a lot more inclusive. No, I do. I agree again. Like, I think that is a really good one because moving forward, you've unlearned some some language that does exclude members of the group of people that menstruate and switching and sort of unlearning and relearning is a really positive thing. I think sometimes people can get intimidated by having to change the way they talk about other people because it's not natural if you've lived 18 years of your life saying one thing and then all of a sudden you need to think differently but it's also like no one's asking you to be perfect if you're making the effort and you recognize sometimes if you get it wrong and you change what you say you know that's how it becomes natural for a younger generation and that's how it becomes normal and it just it makes the atmosphere that people who don't identify as women but have periods the atmosphere that they face a lot more comfortable and welcoming yeah definitely another one that we got was someone that said they'd unlearned that there were only two genders and again it's kind of it's just a good thing I mean I think it's just a positive thing to see that because I think a lot of times people are embarrassed to say like oh I I was wrong about this or I thought Mm. I was actually being a bit discriminatory without even realizing it and people are embarrassed to admit it and it's kind of like no it's a good thing that you've unlearned that and that you've changed and you've become more accepting and it's by not shouting about it but it's by promoting that you've le- unlearned something and you're and it's a good thing that other people will do the same it's all about personal development and by recognizing that you have unlearned something and you're in a stage of focus in trying to 
relearn it in a better manner it does just show that you are becoming a more considerate and more aware person and that is what society needs we're going to move on to talk about some of the things that we've unlearned now so i'm going to start off with in general beauty standards and it does come into the competition element of things as well because i can be quite judgy and i think everybody <laughs> probably can but sometimes i like I used to just look at people in the street and if they were wearing something that I wouldn't want to wear myself, I'd be very much like, oh, like, <laughs> don't really know why they're doing that. But now, <laughs> I think that was very much like a competitive teenage mm. thing. And it played into the whole, like, I want to think of myself as as good as I can be. And for me to be good, it meant that I had to be better. Mm. Whereas now I'm very aware, like, everyone can just be who they want to be and it's not a competition and you should just be able to enjoy yourself as you are and then like let other people enjoy who they want to be too and it's a lot more fun and I like it's a lot less pressure on me to be a certain way too and I think that's one of the things I've enjoyed and learning the most is that it's not how I am is genuinely not impacted at all by how other people want to be or look or how they want to identify I can just be me and that's okay and that's a happy thing no I agree and I think for me my experience with this um was all about makeup like my first step into the world of beauty standards was definitely makeup I didn't have the competitiveness quite as much but I remember I didn't think of being blonde as a bad thing until I started wearing makeup because all of a sudden people were trying to make their eyelashes as dark as humanly possible and the same with like bronzer and blusher and highlighter and all of this stuff I never used to think oh it's a good thing to be tanned and it's a good thing to have a shiny cheekbone on like it's you know and then all of a sudden on the days I had to go to school and we weren't allowed to wear makeup I remember feeling less than because I didn't have 5,000 things on my face and I felt really insecure about it and I actually remember one time I was in the car on the way to school and I was doing my makeup I wasn't meant to but I did and my mom was like what are you doing and I was like I'm putting concealer on and she she was so confused why I was putting it on underneath my eyes and I never thought of it until that point that it was like why would you be insecure about a dark circle under your eyes and my (laughs) mom just made me think twice about it and she because I hadn't taken a second until that point to be like, why do I think an under eye circle is a flaw? And it's because yeah. a company selling me their concealer has told me it's a flaw. No, I really, I like that one because it does, it does make such a big difference. Not only to them, like you're spending a lot of money on products that you don't need to be spending at a high school age. Like some of these things are really expensive, but it's also just a case of you get into the habit of wearing them. And then you have to unlearn wearing them because you've gone from feeling like mildly insecure. So then you put makeup on. But then when you stop wearing makeup, you feel extremely insecure. And it kind of makes things a bit worse for a while until you realise that actually it's completely okay to not wear makeup and you can live your life without (laughs) it. Saying that, I then had to unlearn the need to wear makeup. I also then had to kind of unlearn the prejudice prejudice against wearing makeup I had to kind of tell myself actually makeup could be really fun and there are other reasons to wear it rather than just insecurity like p 
people can wear makeup if they want it's not a bad thing either so but it's a tricky one I think no I agree and I think this comes a lot from like we get told women who are putting on makeup and heels and a tight dress and all the rest of it are kind of just bowing down to what men want and actually it's a lot more complex than that you know for some people that might be the case and that's that's their own choice and their own decision and their own way to live their life and for Mm -hmm. some you know for other people you could wear full face makeup and literally not see anyone for the day and it's fine like all of this in my experience just comes with trial and error and age and you know some mornings when I'd wake up too late for school and I couldn't wear makeup and I'd be forced to go in barefaced and I'd deal with the self-consciousness of it the whole day and be like actually that was fine (laughs) yeah like yeah it's it's a really weird one and part of it as well comes from I had to realize that I wasn't the only person with insecurities Mm. because I'd walk around and I'd think oh my god everyone's looking at like my spots or my hair or what I'm wearing and I'd look at certain people and think oh my god they look incredible like it's so unfair that they don't have anything to worry about and I'm sat here worrying about all of this and I had to like actually stop and realize that even the people that I think look objectively attractive are still going to be insecure about certain things that's just how it is that's how we're all Mm. made is we're brought up in this culture of you're never going to look good enough so i then had to kind of get my head around the fact that everyone else is in the same boat I think it's because no one exactly is going around like shouting about the things they're insecure about you know no one talks about it so how would you know anyone else is experiencing it it's quite yeah, isolating you don't attention to it really do you you don't want to sit there and say like oh guys I'm really insecure about this because then everyone's going to look at it or focus on it or notice it in the future and that's just not really what you want one thing I've unlearned that is also body hair related but I, I know we talked about this in one episode, I can't remember which one, but it was about snail trails. And I mentioned how Tala put an in, a picture on their Instagram of a model with a snail trail. And even at my old like, age of 20, I felt so much validation from that picture. And even though I don't care about this kind of thing anymore, I wish 14 year old me could see it and be like, it's normal. Yeah. Like in the realm of body hair as well, it's just kind of accepting that you do just have hair. I remember it's like 14, 15, just thinking, I can get rid of all of this. Like, my lace can be hair free, my armpits. Like, every time you get a random hair somewhere, it's just gone. Like, it's so much effort. It's not worth it. And nobody actually cared about it that much apart from me. And it, it's weird though, because I'd still come across some guys that are really like, oh, you should shave your legs. Or uh, it's something that I've learned not to care about, which has made my life a whole lot easier. I think also it's like a you don't you know it's something that maybe we don't care about but someone else might care about and it might be the thing that makes them feel confident for the day and that's important and in itself I still get like a great kick out of shaving my legs sometimes because it does (laughs) in some for some events say it just makes you feel put together like you've put effort into every single aspect of your appearance and that like it just does give you a bit of a boost I think on a day-to-day level it's really it's a great thing to like change your mindset about another thing that I've learned is definitely just the whole culture around bras (laughs) I want to say culture because it's everything from what bra you should be wearing what age you should wear it what it should look like all of that it's just something I do not care about anymore (laughs) like the importance of it because you know at the end of the day it's a personal choice and I think for so long being someone 
on the smaller side of life um I viewed it as like this step into womanhood and it's really not like if you don't need something and someone else is telling you you need it but you categorically don't yourself and you don't feel like you need it leave it yeah I remember in I think it was year seven because at primary school it wasn't really much of a thing and it was more like if you're wearing a bra then you're the weird one Mm. whereas when you got to secondary school it was very much like "Mm, you should be wearing a bra and it should be like an underwired pretty and like a bralette or kind of a a plain bra it was very much like you in the PE changing rooms everyone wanted nice underwear like anybody really cared (laughs) I don't know it just it was a really weird culture as you say and it's definitely something now that primary aim now is comfort for me I want to be comfortable and I want to be happy with what I'm wearing I don't want to sit there all day with a wire digging into my side cutting my skin next to my ribs or like straps that are digging into my shoulders just because I think it looks nicer I want to be comfortable and I want to be happy and healthy not squished into some little like box to make someone think I look better I think it's all just about taking agency with it and you know some days you do want to wear a nice bra and some days you just want to wear nothing and it's kind of just freeing yourself of all the pressures of this is what makes you desirable for men and instead just doing whatever the heck you want Mm. (laughs) and if that's no bra if it's 500 layers of padding go for it one of the big things I've unlearned and this is completely different to everything that we've spoken about before is that I don't have to pick every fight in terms of like feminism or environmental uh, like climate change stuff or politics or anything like that the time and effort that it takes to like kind of educate or discuss things with every single person especially those that are completely resigned to holding the views that they hold going around in circles with certain people isn't good for me I agree with the premise of what you're saying like I do think sometimes because we sit here and make this podcast and we put time and effort into this I do feel a bit of a sense of responsibility to inform people on things that I know they don't Mm. know but also I think one thing I've learned definitely with this is that there's no like you don't get a gold medal for it (laughs) so if you're tired and if you don't have the energy to do something one day it's fine you don't owe yeah. the world all of your energy and all of your time at every occasion. There are too many problems to fight them all <laughs> all the time. And there are so many things that it's difficult to know what to do about it or how far to go, how much time and energy to put into each individual problem because, oh my God, there are so many problems. But like, I think it's been nice kind of unlearning the idea that I should be doing something about something all the time. It's no, enough just to try my hardest when I have the energy to try my hardest yes and also that um you know for the people who really are unwilling to learn I think as long as they're aware that you're comfortable and happy to talk about something if you are and if you're not then set up those boundaries but if you are then you've done what you can do and one day maybe they'll come to you and one day maybe they won't but you've done what you can and I think also alongside this um person I follow on Instagram her name's Michaela Loach and she's amazing she's all about um, climate justice activism and anti-racism activism and she talks a lot well has spoken a lot recently about taking individuals off pedestals like 
we are not the representatives of feminism. We're trying, we're trying our hardest, we love this, we enjoy it, but if you come to us, we might not have every single answer. And, and also we will, like, I think there's an expectation, sorry to jump in, there's an expectation that the people that produce the podcasts or have these big feminist Instagram accounts are perfect people, and that's either case. Like Everybody will make a mistake or say something wrong and have to correct themselves or and like the extent to which this is the case will be different I think this just links to cancel culture and the idea that you make one mistake and that's it and it's kind of movements are bigger than an individual and if you hold an individual up as this sort of like godlike figure at the head of a movement like that's not how it works it has to be kind of an understanding on so many different people's parts that this is an important thing to do if you all follow one or two or three Instagram pages that's great because you are uh, educating yourself but these people's words aren't like gospel they're not going to be right all the time or they might have differing opinions on certain things because that is generally how it works just that you know as much as we love this we are not the spokeswomen of feminism we are we love what we're doing but there is no one spokesperson for one movement and it's just about I think one of the things we try to encourage is just opening yourself to as many resources as possible. And that's why with every Instagram post, we include the resources we mention and we encourage you guys to engage with other stuff with like things like our reviews and all of that. So you're not just getting your source from one individual who is likely to make mistakes. And that's fine. Because this also plays into the fact that we are 20 year old white women who have grown up in, well, Steph partly South Africa (laughs) but for the most part in England and we're both at university and we're studying history and law which are like fairly political artsy degrees so our understandings of feminism and the parts of feminism that we notice and that we talk about aren't necessarily going to be the parts that other people notice and want to talk about and obviously we do try and make it as inclusive and intersectional as we can, but there will be things that we miss. So diversifying and expanding your for your education, I think, as like definitely as Steph said, unlearning only going to one or two places for your information is a really, really key step in developing things. Because we have had people that have come to us with questions and we love engaging and answering and talking and all of that kind of stuff. But we're not the right answer all of the time and also it's not our job necessary to answer every single one of your questions if we're giving you resources that doesn't like you have to do some learning for yourself so no I agree and I think like unlearning the pressure that because I don't know in the beginning I felt pressure that we have to have every answer on hand at every second of the day and you know if you come to our Instagram we that's like this is where we've set up the boundaries this is where we are more than happy to talk to you and try our best and point you in the direction if we don't know something but as you say just for our own peace of mind and as final years we you know there's only so many hours in a day (laughs) yeah but no I think it's important to always try but accept that sometimes there are different levels of trying that are appropriate and you can achieve different things at different times on that fairly like big point <laughs> uh or like after that fairly big point thank you for listening we're gonna round off here um this was just well it's meant to be a fairly small episode but we've been here for a while now <laughs> so we hope you find it interesting and that it helps you reflect on some of the things that you've potentially unlearned or some of the things that you want to unlearn or are actively trying to unlearn 
good luck with all your unlearning and relearning it is a really important <laughs> step and I know it feels like a backward step but it's a lot more positive than you think it is and also um, just to say if you're someone who doesn't engage with this kind of thing normally and you listen to our podcast or you follow our Instagram that's unlearning in itself I think sometimes Instagram and Twitter makes it sound like everyone has to have all the answers at every like at this stage of life and know everything perfectly but sometimes we just make some mistakes <laughs> yeah definitely so keep going guys and <laughs> thank you for listening we'll see you next week This is Let Her Finish with Steph and Becky.